From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Aaron Brossois, CEO of the Little Falls-based Golden Shovel Agency, talks to FNC reporter J.D. Duggan. Brossois discusses the future of remote work and how virtual reality plays a role in his company's economic development projects. All right. Hey, today we have Aaron Brossois, uh, CEO of Golden Shovel Agency, which is an economic development and communications firm with a focus on web development and marketing. Hey, Aaron. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, J.D. Yeah, of course. Um, So first, in layman's terms, tell me a bit about what your company does. Sounds good. Uh, So Golden Shovel Agency, we're, like you've mentioned, an economic development communications firm. We work with cities, counties, states, regions, and countries in their efforts to uh, promote themselves and market at the interest of attracting businesses and talent to their communities. And so uh, we are a... um, full-service marketing firm with a strong focus on web development, uh, a lot of other marketing approaches, along with uh, like virtual reality and, and some of these new technologies to help them attract those people. Yeah. Awesome. What, is, uh, what does some of that promotion look like? How do you, you know, what, what do you do to help them attract new people? Sure, sure. So um, in the end, like if you're attracting uh Talent, which is right now is a huge part of economic development because the businesses move where the talent is. Um, we're going to be showing off the communities, like what are the what are the great things about that community? What is the downtown like? What are the business opportunities in there? Um, what are the universities and workforce training programs going to be like? What are the neighborhoods and hospitals and um, nightlife going to be like, so that they can make a decision on moving there? themselves and or their family. And on the flip side, when attracting uh, businesses, we're looking more from that kind of business-centric perspective. So it's like, what kind of sites are available? What is the workforce like? Uh, What kind of talent is coming out of the universities in the area uh, so that they know that they've got a place to grow and expand and can uh, uh, become a partner of that community? Yeah, very cool. Um, you guys are headquartered in Little Falls, right? But you're all working remotely and in various various parts of the state. Um, oh, yeah, we're in like, I don't know, 14 or 15 states and a couple of different countries. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, maybe could you speak to, I know you've done work in Little Falls, but maybe you could speak to um, projects you've done in uh, some, a Minnesota city recently um, and what some of that work has looked like. Oh, sure. Yeah. We work with um, a lot of clients in Minnesota and uh, different types of clients. We've worked with some smaller communities, including Little Falls, and um, I've done work in, in like Benton County and kind of central Minnesota. Uh, if you go up to the cities, we've worked with Roseville, um, um, 
We have worked with some of the utilities like Great River Energy, which covers 94% of Minnesota and uh, many other. Ramsey County is a client of ours. Washington County. It goes on. There's about 40 of them. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> let's maybe talk about you personally a little bit. What? Uh, how did you get into this kind of work? Um, well, I had uh, my previous company uh, before getting into Golden Shovel was a central Minnesota advertising agency and um, kind of got into that marketing field coming out of college and web development side of things. But then going into uh, Golden Shovel, when we decided to really have a, this company has a very specific focus in a niche industry that we're working in, um, but was able to bring a lot of the same kind of ideas and skills, but just hone them for the purposes of economic development. So the first company was 10 years and uh, Golden Shovel just turned 12. Cool. And, and also, I got uh, business partners that have had experience with a variety of different types of uh, companies in the past also. And so it's kind of it's a team approach. We definitely have a, a lot of different perspectives coming together. Sure. Uh, tell me about VR. What, is that, what does that have to do with uh, economic development? How are you guys using that? Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for asking. The, the virtual reality and the 360 video has been a big focus of Golden Shovel. So we started a whole division of this company called Place VR. And um, I don't know if you remember when like Google Cardboard came out, there were like these cardboards, these you can put them together, you put your phone in it, and you get this experience of uh, um, VR and uh, seeing like a 360 video. The first time we had tried that at a company retreat, um, just realize the potential. It could tricks your brain into feeling like you're standing there inside some place. We're like, this is like all of our clients, like their product is their community. And if you can give somebody a feeling of being there when you're not there physically, when you're out, say, at a trade show or an industry conference, um, that's the whole, whole point because no one's going to move their family or move their business unless they get a chance to actually be there um, in person. But this is the second best thing you can do if you can't be there in person. And it just recognized the magic of what was possible for VR. And so we immediately got our hands on the equipment, figured out the production process, and started shooting these all around the country, uh, 360 videos. We do a lot of um, familiarization tours, which is like a kind of business-centric tour of what it's like to be in that community. We're doing workforce attraction tours, including things like um, not just uh, reasons you might want to move, but also here's leading employers that are inside the community that might be a good fit for them. Uh, we've done uh, some quality of life and uh, recruitment type of videos. So that's how it began. And then we unveiled that uh, in 2017 in Toronto at the International Economic Development Conference. And back then, the only thing they had was like this Tron looking PlayStation 4 VR headset. Cause that was the only uh, system we could find that could all fit into a briefcase. You could like take it on the airplane and stuff. But nowadays you got the, like the Quest 2 uh, that's come out and uh, that's been way better because you can just drop it into a backpack and travel with it and bring these 360 experiences to your meetings. Um, the other area about that is uh, we ended up developing an app. And so the app allows for um, an economic developer to invite somebody to a meeting. And it's like a virtual conference table. Everybody's inside a VR headset. And you can move that table to whatever location you want inside your community. And then once you're there, so you might have like, might be on a site you're promoting or you're 
downtown area. And then you can bring them into the 360 tours and, and talk to them about why it's really relevant to them. Yeah. So, for example, if like, like let's say Roseville wanted to, um, just totally, totally fake example, wanted to redevelop the, the, the Roseville Mall there, uh, Rosedale, um, would you use VR to show like, here are some ideas of what this could look like? Or is this used more currently as a kind of promotional tool? Um, it, it, first of all, absolutely. You could use VR. Um, the ways we use it mostly is like, let's say you have a greenfield or brownfield lot, like, like literally there's corn growing on it and you want to sell it to somebody that might want to put a advanced manufacturing plant on it. Or in one example, uh, we were in Eastern Kentucky and they had these old mining sites that were ready for, um, being set up for businesses. Well, what we can do is you can not only like take the 360 video of that particular site, um, but you can also add 3D models to them to make those buildings like pop right out of the ground to show the vision for that particular site that the economic developer might have or some uh, other developers in your community and then share that with somebody. So it's not only do you get that feeling of being there, but then you get this feeling of experiencing something that doesn't really exist yet. Right. Um so instead of just looking at the rendering, you can basically walk up to the rendering or so you'll feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Um, is this industry standard at this point or is this uh, still a pretty new like burgeoning? I mean, you said it was you, you were first working on this in 2017, right? Um, kind of yeah. Where is it within the industry? Very new. It still feels very new. Um, I've been an evangelist of the, the technology is, since our company has been pioneering it. Um, we've probably done 80 projects around the United States where we've made these various tours and videos. Uh, with that said, uh, it's still um, it's still an emerging industry, and, and, and mainly because of the accessibility to the hardware. So there's only so many headsets out there. The Quest 2 has been a, a big boon to the industry as far as being able to have accessibility. Uh, it's been very, very successful with... Um, uh, introducing leading employers to educators, so like bringing them to job fairs and to high schools and to colleges to show people what types of opportunities might be available in their own community, because partially because they're very willing to put the headsets on and experience that. Um, with the site consultant industry, where where it has its biggest benefit is that it reduces the need for travel, um, the cost associated with all of that, the time associated even more so. And then, um, you know, environmentally, it just makes sense to be able to visit a place virtually first before sending your whole crew down to make your final decision on whether or not you're going to uh, move, a, move a facility or build a facility in that community. Yeah. So do you guys just own 30 or 100 headsets or whatever so that you can bring them to the places? And um, kind of, Some kind of, yeah. We, we have quite a few of them ourselves, of course, but uh, our Every time we end up doing a video, our clients get some of them. They'll put wraps on them so it has like a graphics on it that represent that particular community. And then if they want to meet with a site consultant and they're not there in person, they can send it to that person. But that's getting uh, less and less necessary because, the frankly, there's just more and more headsets being distributed now. So, um, I mean, I'm 100% certain that that's the future for economic development as far as being able to, to visit places beforehand. But it's a, you know, now getting into the whole world of the metaverse and um, creating this space where 
this kind of business happens regularly is what we're at the, the cusp of. Yeah. So what potential do you think this has down the road? Oh, huge potential, huge potential because, um, I mean, once again, it comes down to money and resources. And so if you can go visit a place and meet with people with that sense of presence, like you're sitting there with them and have them give you that tour of that location or those sites that you have available, I mean, that's incredibly valuable. It saves tons of time. You can do it from your office. And it's not just for um, kind of metros or more established communities, but it has a really big um I think opportunity for rural communities and for emerging economies. We recently just launched uh, three three websites in Africa. Uh, that were um, Liberia, Sierra Leone, and the Gambia, and all of these are emerging economies that um, really have a lot to share. But it's hard to get people necessarily just to come and choose to go visit that place immediately. And if you can create a way to really show those places off. And then bring it in a way that gives you that experience of being there. That's going to hugely increase the the chance of someone actually coming in person, and then uh, hopefully bringing their families and companies. Yeah, that's really cool. Definitely even more potential when it comes to the the global economic development aspect, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And same thing with rural communities too, because you can. I mean, uh, a, a large site consultant, for example, that represents big companies. Is it necessarily going to take the time or the money or the resources to even go to smaller rural communities? They might go to Minneapolis and St. Paul or the metro area, but they're not necessarily going to go to a small community in Southwest Minnesota unless they have a a really strong incentive. And so this is the type of thing where you can um, show them all the opportunities that are available there so that it entices them to come check it out. Right. And your whole point is incentivizing them. So then to incentivize them to have to incentivize them becomes a hassle, right? Um, uh, kind of kind of in that same realm, but but uh, a step away from it. Um, you guys do a lot of work with workforce initiatives. Um, and I believe you're working remotely, right? I'm working remotely too. Um, I'm in what Stillwater, you... Minnesota. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm, I'm here in Minneapolis. Uh, I'm not far from work, but I, you know, I'm at home. Um, what are you seeing with remote work right now and, and working from home? How is it changing? What do you think is the future of it? Oh, well, uh, good question. Uh, first of all, like our, our company has been virtual since we started. So for 12 years, we've been okay. um, supporting that everybody chooses where they can work, chooses when they're going to work, what their best environment is going to be. Um, so we've had a lot of experience with with that. And then certainly when COVID hit, that put a huge emphasis on remote work when everybody suddenly was working from home. Fortunately for us, we didn't miss a beat because we were um, well-versed and already inside that uh, uh, that world, if you will. Um, but, but longer term, it's had big implications as far as economic development. And one of the things is that so many businesses now are either staying virtual or going to a hybrid approach, which allows for um, basically people to work from anywhere. And when you can work from anywhere, you might not choose an urban center or a big population. You might choose something that's more rural, that perhaps you have more land. Um, Like personally, I moved from Santa Cruz, California, back to Stillwater, Minnesota, um, after eight years of living out there. And one of the reasons was just like, you can have a lot more space and the cost of living is less. And um, well, and for me, of course, family, but 
making those types of decisions are the same types of decisions that other people are able to make suddenly where you don't have to be in a certain commute time to your to your expensive office downtown downtown Minneapolis, for example, you know, and so um, that's allowed for rural communities to get a little bit of an advantage that can share their quality of life, um, that can show why uh, that might be make sense to work from there. And they can bring these jobs that are bringing money into their economy and money that's being spent there inside these rural communities um, instead of the people being forced to, to have to work out of metros. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Definitely um, <clears throat> rural places did get a, get a leg up through that. Um, I guess just speaking broadly too, what impact do you think you've had on the communities where you've worked with Golden Shovel Agency? Oh, great. Uh, well, we work right now. We work with some 240 different clients uh, um, all around North America and a little bit internationally. And we know that there's an impact because we uh, find out when uh, when the business moves, when jobs get created. I mean, one thing that's really great about um, Golden Shovel and working at Golden Shovel and the, and the team, I believe, would agree if I could speak for all of them, is that um, what we're doing is helping communities thrive. And so when you can attract somebody that's the right fit for community and they love where they are and they're great working where they are, you get a business there that, that changes the face of that community for the positive. Boy, that just gives me shivers up my spine just thinking about it. And it's um, my previous uh, business I worked in advertising and you were making, you know, advertising a product for this or that. And it was very creative work. Um, What's so cool about about this work is that it truly impacts people's lives. And you can get a sense of that. And we get we get that feedback back from the communities that we're helping when they're, oh my gosh, this is great. We we got this business in, we got this talent that moved here. Um, and so uh, our job's just to get better and better at that and be able to uh, really focus in on what we're doing and help all the communities get the right people and get all the right businesses. Yeah. Awesome. Aaron, I'm not sure I have any other questions. Is there anything you want to add that I didn't ask about? No, thanks you, though, for uh, 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 meeting with me today. And uh, just uh, really appreciate the conversation. It's so fun to yeah. share about what we're up to. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it was really cool to hear about. So, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Take care.